Welcome to Valley of the Sunset, a Vampire the Masquerade V5 Chronicle set in Phoenix, Arizona. We're going to be picking up the night following uh, our last night's events, our, our last episode's events. All right, so at five hungry, Jeffy, you can't make, uh, you can't willingly make any other rouse checks right now. And you're likely going to awaken uh, pretty close to, if not entirely in the grips of hunger frenzy. So go ahead and right off the bat, make me a willpower check with, um, what's your current humanity? I am still humanity seven. Okay, so uh, plus two dice for your humanity. The healing essentially drained Jeffy of his blood, of his vitae. That is a massive critical two, four, six, eight, nine successes. Okay, so despite the fact that you are hungrier than you have probably ever been, Jeffy, you are able to maintain perfect control of your beast. And you awaken still a little worse for wear and very hungry, but present of mind. I think his first order of business is to go find Eloise to be like, I got to go eat something. I'm out of here. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think he's like visibly just like twitchy and you know, he's, he's trying to hold it back, but the beast wants out. Hmm. All right. Eloise, have you made um, a rouse check for your awakening? Uh, yeah, it was unsuccessful. <laughs> so you did get hungrier as well. And what is your current hunger level? Two. Two. That's not so bad. So you're you're a little peckish, but you're in control of yourself. Oh, yeah. Going about your normal nightly routine. Yep. As Shitty Jeffy approaches. <laughs> and I think you can probably see uh, that Jeffy is um, trying very hard to maintain control himself and he's currently succeeding but you you see that that hungry look in his eyes as he approaches yeah eloise would kind of be like yes yes do do be careful jeffy oh i'm just gonna oh oh that obvious huh oh uh (laughs) all right all right i'm gonna i'm gonna go Uh, i'll be back and jeffy goes to i think I think he would go, he doesn't trust himself right now to go to the Walmart. So again, Mm -hmm. he would kind of go out into the desert and see if he can find some animals to eat and stuff like that. Um, But making extra special care not to fucking eat any cougars. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So I think that's not really your preferred feeding style, is it, Jeffy? So I think it's it's pretty difficult for you to hunt this way. Um, you weren't really much of a hunter in life. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to do this as like an extended test. Um, so you're going to make me three survival checks in a roll, row. Um, wits plus survival, I think, on this one. Okay. As you're intending to kind of let your instincts more take control than your intelligence. That is all hunger dice. Okay, so all hunger dice, um, and we'll check back in with you in a moment as we're going to go over to Shep. Shep, you awaken in your cave. Uh, you tried unsuccessfully to contact your sire the night before. Uh, she yeah, evidently right. did not come home. I put like a fire in the back so there'd be a glow. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And you find, as you awaken, the fire extinguished to embers, but no sign of anyone else entering your private chambers. All right. Um, well, I succeeded on my hunger check, so I'm still at hunger one. Um, and I'm not going to wait around here all night, so I'm going to head to to the hotel. <laughs> so you begin your trek into town. And Jeffy, how did you fare on your hunting? No bestial failures. Just like to point that out from the beginning. But it was (laughs) one, four, and three. One, four, and three. So eight total. Mm -hmm. Very good. You are able to successfully track down enough wildlife out in the desert. Uh, It's going to take you a couple hours to do so. Uh, You have to go slowly, carefully. You avoid the cougars. They might be the easier meal in some cases, but you've learned your lesson on that. I think you don't want to... You don't want to push that issue. Just eating little field mice. (laughs) I was picturing, like, armadillos, maybe some snakes, like... Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like gophers, I guess, prairie gophers, but... Yeah. Whatever the desert equivalent of rats are, (laughs) and that's what you're going for. A, A real Nosferatu's feast. Yeah, just stock up on that uh, leprosy and bubonic plague. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that is a that is a good point. You might uh, you might inadvertently be a uh, a carrier of something if you're not too careful, Jeffy. <laughs> but you were able to lower your hunger back down to one. Nice. Uh, a couple of hours of hunting in the desert. And I think as you are returning to the hotel, you'll run into Shep. You kind, of, you both kind of meet in the parking lot. Mr. Shep? Jeffy? Uh, probably, uh, probably I'll go find Miss Eloise and tell her all that, uh, all that freaky shit we saw at the at the Walmart last night. Yeah, probably should. You know, so, sounds kind of like sheriff's business to me. I, I I don't know. And I think Jeffy just starts walking away. Mm-hmm. So heading inside, do we find Eloise at the front desk? Um, Eloise, <laughs> Eloise <laughs> is at the front desk. Um, probably organizing her thoughts, um, in terms of like her first order of business as sheriff. Um, yeah, she's just doing sheriff things. Her perception of sheriff things. Her perception of sheriff things. (laughs) Probably like highlighters and like i don't know making Uh, sure you have like a really nice day planner (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) yeah she had one of the day staff go out to like barnes and noble and get her a fancy day planner with flowers on it (laughs) all right so as you are perusing your new office supplies jeffy and shep 
enter through the lobby. You know Melinda and Foxglove have already popped out for the evening for some Tremere business. Uh, they may or may not return in a timely fashion. Um, but making good and keeping good with the Keeper of Elysium is probably a worthwhile expenditure of the time of the two of them. So I guess if Jeffy walked away first, he comes in, you see he's like, uh, you know, there's probably some dried blood around his mouth. He's black. Don't worry. All good. Uh, we're good. Uh, sh- sheriff. Miss Eloise uh, Sheriff. Eloise is going to um, just pick up a Kleenex, a box of Kleenex, and, like, hand one to you. Oh, did I, did I miss a spot? Oh, oh hell. That's all right, Jeffy. Um, you're looking a, a, a bit more healthy this evening. Um... Uh, please, uh, was there something on your mind? Yeah, well, uh, you know, since, since you are the sheriff and all, uh, well, Mr. Shep and me, uh, ran into each other, uh, at the Walmart last night when I was, you know, get, get, getting the money, and, uh, well, well, we, uh, we saw them, them, uh, them anarchs, and, uh, Oh man, oh, sounds like what they got something planned, Mister Ship. Something about the uh, the house, you know, the house. Very interesting. So their plan was to trade a certain old colleague for the rights to this house. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, but well, Ship, I don't know. I I, quite, I didn't quite get the whole gist, but you know, there was some there was some lady. But she was a bird, and then she was a lady. Uh, some some kindred that I'd never seen before, and she... Well, boy, I guess she doesn't like the prince very much, and I think they she might have put him on the job. Eloise is going to look over to Shep to see if he has anything to, to add or clarify, because she's a little bit confused. That's what I saw and heard. And this was, tell me more about this woman who was also a bird. I mean, I, I don't know. She, she was just like a, like a, I don't know, sh- shapeshifter of some kind. Probably, probably Gangrel. You know, I, I don't know. Is that right, Mister Shep? Is that something y'all can do? Mm. Yes, and she didn't look to be Nosferatu. Very interesting. Confirming what Jeffy says, I'm not adding anything. Mm. Does right. it seem as if Shep's holding stuff back, or is it just like, you know, Shep is Shep and he's just using few words because he always uses few words? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you put it that way, that sounds like an insight versus deception. <laughs> So wits and insight versus manipulation plus deception. I'm going to arouse the blood because otherwise that's a one die roll for me. <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting hungry. That's a two. So, yeah, I mean, it's not unusual for Shep to not speak much. And he's confirming everything that you're saying. So it doesn't really seem like he's holding anything back. Very interesting. It seems like we'll have to... Seems like we have to act quickly. Um, 
to make sure that we are disrupting their their little plan here. Um, very very good intelligence um, gathering, Shep and Jeffy. So, uh, I mean, what are we going to do about it? It's, uh, I mean, this is our job now, right? Were you able to follow them and get a location of um, our dear friend Henri? So they left far before the truck came. And you didn't follow them? You told me to keep an eye on Jeffy. I was supposed to get you that money, Miss Eloise. Eloise, like, visibly kind of sets aside her annoyance. How do you propose we track them down? Don't know. I mean, I'm not much of a, you know, tracker or a, I don't know, (laughs) detective or nothing, but, I mean, could we, like lure them out or something? Is there some kind of way to, I don't know, what Anarchs like uh, in general? How would we get a message to them to begin with? Oh, I mean, just like something that, you know, something that happens in the city or in the outskirts of the city that they couldn't, you know, they couldn't resist. And then and then we, we sit and we watch them and then, and then we follow them. I, I don't know. Like setting a trap. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's a trap. Yeah, sure, a trap. But like, I, I, I don't think we want to trap them, trap them right there. It's more of a, I don't know, like a yo-yo trap. Is that a thing? They like bikes. That's all I know. I would say anyone can make an intelligence plus streetwise check. To see if you can figure out where people who ride bikes might like oh. to hang out. Like Ugh. Garbage. One. <laughs> uh, would my trailer park specialty give me any insight here? Yeah, I would allow that in this instance. Yeah, Eloise got a zero. <laughs> Jeffy got a three. Three? Okay. So, Jeffy, you would realize that, first of all, they have very distinctive bikes. Um... This particularly Claudius's is, is uh, very modded. It's very customized, so it's very distinctive. Uh, there are only a few places in the area where you could get parts like that. Um, so you would you would know that that would probably be a good place to start if you're trying to track down these guys. Um, well, I gotta uh, you know back back at the trailer park, this old buddy of mine. He's really into bikes, and I noticed some you know, what do you call it, aftermarket work that that leader guy had on his bike. And I'm pretty sure, you know, there's not many places that you can get that short, sort of work done. We could just, you know, uh, check them out. I probably, have to, I probably have to go on the internet and remember what their names are and stuff, but nah, I could figure it out. Very good, Jeffy. That's a, that's a promising lead. Um, yes, l- let's, um, let's go and see if we can track them down. Let's let's come up with a name. Let's workshop a name for the bike shop real quick. It's uh, I like Randy's. That's that's a good name for the owner. Um, he's Roadhog. Randy's ah! Roadhogs. I love it. There <laughs> I was it is. Say there it is. That's <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Randy's, Randy's Roadhogs. Roadhogs. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, all, all right, we 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 got the spot. We wanna we wanna take the van or we wanna take the El Camino. I don't know if we want the uh, the hotel all, you know, out there in this particular uh, adventure. Yes, the El Camino seems a bit more uh, discreet. I think. I mean, she's loud, but she's nondescript. Wouldn't say that, but they haven't seen us in it. All right, well, y'all figure out who's riding in the back. I think we know. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get a tarp. Oh, hey, that's a good idea there, Mr. Shep. Nice. All right, is there anything else that you're taking with you? Uh, any other gear you're bringing? Any weapons? Yep, shotgun in the uh, gun rack, just in case. Mm-hmm. And how is everyone dressed for the evening? We all know that Shep always wears the the same thing. <laughs> um, but Eloise, you're the sheriff now. Uh, you know that there's a chance uh, every night that you might be called into action. Does that change the way Eloise dresses and carries herself? That's a that's a really good point, and I feel like Eloise would formalize it with a like wardrobe update. Um, I think she might change to like a pantsuit kind of situation, but like ill-fitting. Yeah, ill-fitting pantsuit, probably for tonight, especially like a darker color. <laughs> Maybe like all black, but it's a little bit faded. <laughs> it's like from the thrift store, but this was like in the window for too long. <laughs> exactly. That's so perfect. a little sun faded, a little unevenly sun faded. <laughs> yeah. And she's got like really bad, like flat. Um, why can't I think? Not clogs, but like loafers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Faux leather loafers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That are kind of scuffed, also from the thrift store. And do you have any weapons that you're bringing with you? Or are you just going to use your brute strength if yeah. needed? Eloise kind of is a weapon. I don't think she mm-hmm. has. She doesn't have pretty any much, guns yeah. or anything. Yeah, you're pretty much just better with your, your fists. Yeah. All right. Jeffy, how is Jeffy dressed? Do you do you change clothes after your feast in the desert? Um, you are a little bloodied. Oh yeah, definitely. And like, we'll wash his face and stuff. Jeffy does. He does take care of his appearance and stuff. Like mm-hmm. he does right, do that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like today, maybe it's like a, um, you know, kind of like a, like a bowling button-up shirt, you know, with a wife beater underneath, and mm-hmm. his you know typical cargo shorts and the 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 golf course sandals. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> shotgun in the gun rack any other weapons i don't think i own other weapons i that's something mm-hmm. i would like to do in the future but for now i think all jeffy has is the uh the double barrel mm-hmm. cool so you load up into the el camino with uh sheriff eloise riding shotgun uh perhaps quite literally if the night goes poorly and you head towards the city so the El Camino pulls up into the parking lot of Randy's Roadhogs. The neon lights of the shop signs are still illuminated. And it looks like they are still open. You can see the glow of the fluorescent lights flickering inside. 
can we tell if anyone's in there? Uh, peering through the shop window, you do see it looks like there is um, someone seated on a stool behind the counter. Uh, they're not looking out at the window or indeed out at the lobby of the shop at all. They seem to be watching a TV that's kind of off to the side of them. So I think Jeffy and Eloise are in the front, right? Mm-hmm. You're so, in the cab, yeah. So I'll just kind of turn to her and be like, well, how do you, how do you want to play it here, Miss Eloise? I mean, I don't know if we want to just go in and ask this guy about his clients. I don't know if he's like a kind of guy that'll, you know, get up in arms. I mean, what do you think? No, I, uh, I agree. I think we have to play it cool. Is what time is it at this point? It's still pretty early, right? I think it's still fairly early, probably around um, no later than 9 p.m. or so. I see it as we have two options. We can sit around and wait and see if they show up, or we can try and perhaps gather some information in a more secretive way. Don't you think, Jeffy? Yeah, that I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Like, uh, you know, we're we're pretty sneaky folk. Uh, you you probably more than me, but uh, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe we have uh, well, hell, like I said, my buddy Clem shops here. I can like, I don't know. I could pose a distraction. Get you know, while you sneak in or something into the back. I don't know if there's a back room. But there's got to be a back room, right? It's a store. Yes, I imagine if their system is anything like ours, they might have a, a a computer system where they might have accounts of people who regularly get parts here. Jeffy, does the, I can't I don't actually know the answer to this. Does the back window of an El Camino slide open? Uh no. no. I don't believe so. All right. Uh Jeffy will just like You punch it out. <laughs> no, he'll just knock like tap 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 on the glass. To signal to Shep, like, uh, you can come out now, kind of thing? Um, okay. I guess I will get out of the back and crouch down by the driver's seat. Are we, like, in the parking lot, or are we, like, far further well, that's, away? Yeah, that's, I don't think Jeffy's pulled into the parking lot. You're, you're kind of pulling up to the place. Okay, yeah. Like you can see it as you're coming down the road, the neon signs, the rows and rows of motorcycles for sale. Uh, there's an attached garage to it. It's like a whole like shop. Um, so I think what Jeffy would have done is do a drive by to sort of do a visual assessment, make mm-hmm, the next yeah. left. And that's or when you something. would see the, the man in the window um, at the counter in the, in the store watching TV. Yeah. It doesn't appear to be any of the. Anarchs that we've seen? Uh, no, and there don't appear to be any customers uh, at this time of night. So, yeah, I think, you know, we do we do the drive-by, visual, ocular pat-down, <laughs> um, and then make, like, the next left and probably, like, pull the car over and stop mm-hmm. so that we can kind of game plan like we were doing. So, knock, 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 get Shep. Like, if you want, yeah, crouch down next to the driver's side or something or the passenger side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ro- yeah ro- probably roll on the, down the, the window. sidewalk side, yeah. 
What's well, the plan? All right. Well, I think I think we need to get in there and gather some information and see if we can um, get an address or something for for these folks. I'm sure if they have any parts delivered for their bikes, they they, they might have something listed. Um, Jeffy, perhaps you can go in and and um, get the clerk's attention and you know get him to show you something um, away from the computer. And I can I can go in and become invisible and and see if I can find anything in in their computer records. I mean, I think it's a great plan. Just you have to remember. If he's got cameras, you know, he can still see us. And if you do work on the computer, you're gonna you're gonna become visible. So just be careful, you know. Do you think there are any kind of paper records in the in a place like this? Well, I mean, how about this, right? So if I use the ruse that I'm here because you know Clem has some stuff that I'm interested in, whatever it is, you know, maybe he goes into his records. And you can just look, and if he scrolls through, then maybe, uh, what what the fuck's that guy's name, Mr. Ship? That, that Anarch leader man? Claudius. Yeah, 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 Claudius. Like, if you can see, I don't know, an address or something, it could be a jumping off point. I mean, or we just kill the guy and... <laughs> no, I don't think we'd, we want to bring um, any attention... Any unwanted attention to um, to a place like this. So you'll you'll go and ask him a question, and I will observe as he scrolls through. Is that what you're saying? I mean, it's the best I can come up with. I don't know. What do you think, Mister Ship? Yeah, that might work. Maybe not killing him, but if you could. Uh trick him into becoming a ghoul. We could get an insider. Assuming they haven't done that already. Uh, you see Jeffy's eyes kind of glaze over and he's just shaking his head. Nope, 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 nope. Yes, I, I think that that may pose some risk. Especially if he already has loyalties to, um... To our colleagues who frequent this establishment a, a bit more regularly. I'll keep an eye outside in case any of our friends show up. Yes. Very good. Thank you, Shep. Stand, stand guard and... Jeffy, uh, whenever you're ready. Yeah, let me just... Oh, man, let me just... Uh, hmm. 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 All right, so Clem, Clem, Clem laid his bike down by accident, and he, he dinged up all of his uh, fancy, what do you call them, them downpipes or whatever, and, uh, well, I'm just such a good friend, I want to I wanna buy him a new one, so we got to figure out what kind he had, right? How, right? Knowing nothing about bikes, um, that sounds good to me. Well, oh, hell, all right. And then I will activate Blush of Life. So rouse check, please. Ooh, I get hungrier again. Two now. <laughs> and Ooh. Eloise is going to 
cloak herself. So you also get hungrier, Eloise. And that brings you up to three hunger. All right. And then Shepard, you're intending to kind of take point in the parking lot or on the sidewalk yeah, just going outside? To post up in the parking lot. Um, it is a front door and the garage door, the same side of the building. Uh, yes, they are. So I'm going yeah, to try like to... A, it's like the little shop, and then right next to it are two like large bay doors. They're both closed uh, at this point. Yeah. Um, before I leave, I'm just going to say to you guys, somebody shows up, get out of there. Yeah, Dad, um, don't you worry. I'm not trying to fucking take any shots today. And I'm going to try to find a like a shadowy spot where I can observe if anybody pulls into the lot and parks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right, so for that one, Shepard, make me a wits and stealth to see how well you can hide yourself. Three. Three successes. All right. So you find a uh, a pretty well-hidden, shadowy area of the lot where you have a good view of the entrance to the parking lot and of the main doors. And you crouch in the shadows. Are you using your heightened senses to listen? It's uh, pretty quiet here this time of night. There's no real danger of blowing out your, your hearing. Yeah. Um, will it let me hear inside or it'll just let me hear if things are coming down the road? Just things coming. Yeah, I don't think it's it's quite enough to penetrate. Into yeah. the building. All right. And then Jeffy, you and Eloise. Eloise cloaked and presumably following behind you. And uh, just a reminder, Eloise, you can whisper to Jeffy without breaking your ob- obfuscate. Um, okay. That's good to but, know. Yeah, but if he hears you, so, so you have to be extremely quiet. If he hears you, it does break your obfuscate. Okay. Uh, the clerk, that is. All right. All right. So, Jeffy, you head inside, opening the door and perhaps holding it just a moment longer so your cloaked companion can follow you. Absolutely. Um, kind of like, you know, turn back as if I forgot, like patting my pockets as if I forgot something and be like, oh, no, no, I got it. And, you know, just to like, <laughs> just like you say, a little extra time so Eloise can get in. Mm-hmm. Just really sell it for a moment. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, right up to the counter. Yeah, oh. the, uh, the clerk looks up from the TV. Oh, uh, good evening. How can I help you tonight? Uh, I, I, well, I'm, you know, not 100% sure, uh, but I'm hoping you can. Um, You're looking for parts or... Uh... Yeah, that's exactly right. So... Here, it's a whole story. Let me let me just sit you down real quick. Uh, I'll go as fast, you know. <laughs> so my buddy and I were getting beers the other day, and he was telling me how he laid down his bike and like fucked up all this custom shit he had on it, but he can't, you know, afford to replace it. And he, he mentioned this place. Like, I guess you guys do really good he work. Looks you as as you're telling your story, he looks you up and down at how kind of banged up you still are. Yeah, your buddy laid down his bike. So, how bad was it, man? Is it totaled? I mean, more, more or you less. Need, you need a tow here. Well, I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not sure I understand. Like, I, no, I, this, this 
me all being fucked up, this is something completely different. <laughs> you ever heard of hardcore? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. So your buddy's bike. You, you're here at nine o'clock at night for your buddy's bike. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, man. I, I work like this is all right. Hey, okay. He's got this shit. I don't fucking know bikes. I drive a fucking car, okay? Like, bikes are not my thing. And I want to do a nice thing because he's fucking broke. And I just came into some money. And, you know, I want to fucking fix up his, like, tailpipe or his downbreaker or whatever the fuck. You got a, you got a list of parts or something? See, that's what I was hoping you could tell me what to what to, what his custom shit is, maybe? Because he used this shop by name. Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Clem. Uh, well, it's actually Rob Clemson. We all just fucking call him Clem. I have a question for you, Jeffy. Is Rob Clemson a real person? Yeah, I think that this is the person that we, uh, like, that's why I knew that mm-hmm. this shop existed and how I recognized um, right. the, the stuff on their custom bikes. presumably actually a customer. Here that, that's what I'm hoping, so that they scroll through to Rob Clemson's name. I can figure out what his shit is, figure out, like, my ruse is, you know, figure out how much it costs, and then maybe I'll be like, depending on how much it is, you know what I mean? Like, oh, hell, fucking that much? Hmm. I got to chew on it, but the idea is to let to, so that they scroll through the like customer manifest so that, uh, Eloise can potentially see something, um, that can help us find the anarchs on Claudius. Claudius, Yeah. Eloise is going to be say, tell them you want Claudius's build. Uh, he did mention modeling it after some dude named Claudius's build. Uh, maybe that's helpful. Immediately, the clerk stops what he's doing. Hey, uh, you like a buddy of his or something? He's like looking you up and down with a lot more scrutiny now. Yeah, you. I don't know. Buddy's the rat. How term. did you? How do you know Claudius? How do you know that name? Well, uh, let's just say uh, we run into each other at a private club every once in a while. Not a lie. Not a lie, not a lie. You one of his buddies? And he says that in a very weighted mm-hmm. way. As if he's in on the whole game, perhaps. Yeah. I can see you're picking up what I'm putting down. So, what are you really here for, then? It's not your buddy. No. Acquaintance. Just trying to make contact, if you understand me. He kind of eases up a bit as you said that. (laughs) Um, So you're looking to send a message? Eloise is going to whisper in Jeffy's ear, like, yes, arrange a meeting. I think you can just tell him next time you see him that the uh, the new sheriff would like to have a little chit-chat. He'll know what it means. And uh, how urgent would you say this message is, Mr. 
Uh, you can call me Robbie. Robbie, right. Mr. Robbie, how urgent is your message? I would say... It, make it a priority. He looks away, kind of scratches his nose, holds out his hand. Hundred bucks. Hmm. I usually just, you know, take what I need. So, uh, yeah, hundred bucks, but you're gonna have to give me like twenty minutes. All right, but the message doesn't get sent until I have the money in my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how it goes. Not my first rodeo, Mister. All right, see you in 20. Jeffy just like does a little salute, you know, two finger salute and heads out of the, uh, out of the room. Mm-hmm. Back out into the parking lot, holding the door a little longer. Yep. Hmm. And Eloise, presumably you follow. Yes. Eloise follows. All right. So you're back in the parking lot. Chef, you immediately see them emerge from the shop unharmed. Or Jeffy, rather, you don't see Eloise yet until she drops her obfuscate. Yep. When oh. we're out of sight, Eloise will drop drop her obfuscate and pull out a coin purse and <laughs> hand Jeffy the hundred bucks. She'll she'll hand him the hundred and then close her purse and then open it again and hand him 500 more dollars and be like you need to start carrying a little bit more on you for situations like this bribing money (laughs) (laughs) your this is your weekly bribery allowance jeffy (laughs) well i I did tell him 20 minutes miss eloise so uh i don't know you want to play i spy well, Jeffy, instead of playing I Spy, let's let's think for a little bit about how we want to approach these Anarchs. Um, do we think that, well, we know one thing that they want is this, this property that you heard them speaking of um, and the deed that they were trying to acquire. But we don't know if there's anything else that they desire and it could be worth um striking a bargain and opening the door for potential um partnership in the future well i mean they're not really part of our organization it's not like they're gonna it's not like they're gonna want to fucking i don't know join up or anything but you know you can maybe offer him some prestation, you know, like having the having the sheriff owe you one is a big deal. Yes, I I think there might be some um, mutually agreed upon terms, perhaps. Do you have any sense of what they might what they what they might want, Miss Eloise? I ain't never met an anarch until like what two nights ago, three nights ago. One week ago? Fuck, time is going so fast right now. Well, Jeffy, you are certainly preaching to the choir. I have a lot to learn in my new my new position here, so we'll do some learning together. And, you know, if we're not trying to, like, have a, have a dust-up with them, then, you know, 
I don't know. Well, you can just ask, right? You don't need to ask me. You can just ask Claudius. Yes, well, Jeffy, I was just trying to ask your opinion is all. All right, all right. Well, I don't know. Drop the, uh... I say we try to get him to drop the whole house thing in exchange for fucking, I don't know, getting getting a favor from the new, new, uh, new sheriff in town. Yeehaw! <laughs> yes, Jeffy, yeehaw. All right, well, I guess it's been about 20 minutes. I'll, uh, I'll head back around. Be right back. Eloise, are you going to recloak yourself and follow Jeffy back inside? No. Are you going to follow him inside uncloaked? I mean, he did say a meeting with the sheriff. That was the message. Um, that was the message, but I, I think Eloise can let Jeffy go and finish the, the deal with this clerk. She's going to stand back. She might, um, if I recloak, do I have to do another rouse check? It is another rouse check. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's not going to do that at three <laughs> hunger. Um, she's going to maybe kind of walk up cause it's dark out. She can like walk up to where Shep is. Right. Um, and just kind of fill him in. She's going to say, well, the clerk seems to be aligned, um, or at least in contact with, um, with our friends, the Anarchs. And well, um, he's willing to let them know that we are going to be, um, that we're requesting a meeting. So it it seems like they'll come here and we will um, engage in a negotiation. You know, I think that diplomacy is a is a good first step. Um, and well, if they um, don't want to engage in that, then we'll entertain other options. You wanna check out that house they're so interested in I do so while you were having this conversation Jeffy you have gone back inside the yep. shop ding ling 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 alright fella so the shop bell jangles as you enter. The clerk looks up. Hey, you got the money? Well, wouldn't be back if I didn't, now would I? And he rummages uh, in his pocket, good. pulls out, you know, a Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Places it into the clerk's greasy hand. Can can Jeffy do that thing where like you you palm the money and you do the like the handshake, but he does it badly. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like and it's, it's like, just awkward for everyone. <laughs> and he's like, I always want to do that. Don't yeah, do that don't do that again. <laughs> and he uh, he pockets the money uh, into his uh, overalls. 
and immediately pulls out a phone. So what's the message again? Just tell him the new sheriff in town wants to talk to him. He'll know what it means. He types, he types away, new sheriff. All right. A few seconds later, the phone buzzes. When do you want to do this? Here? Now? I mean, I figure why wait, right? Types away again. Another buzzing of the phone. He and the boys will be here in uh, about half an hour if you want to hang around. Well, you want to play I Spy? No, and then he just turns back to the TV. <laughs> uh, so are you, are you going to go back out and tell them that the Anarchs are imminently coming? Um, yeah, I think so. Like, as, as soon as this guy just kind of, like, dismisses Jeffy, uh, he'll be like, uh, all right, 30 minutes. Enjoy your, uh, oh, is that NASCAR? Ah, fuck it. And then he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> And and you see him kind of like he goes out and he like does the you know like looks left looks right like Travolta meme, and then like <laughs> walks like one direction looking for you guys like he just because I don't think I saw either of you go to your spots. <laughs> he he clocks you then he's like oh yeah yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, they're they're coming. Here now. Uh, thirty minutes. That's what the uh, that's what the man said. It's the play. Well, um, I can do the talking, and you know. Like I said, and engage in a diplomatic discussion. Figure out if there's um, anything else they're willing to uh, bargain for. Right. I'll keep quiet. Yes. Try. Try to be intimidating, Shep. When am I not? Yes. Very good. Uh, do you do you want me to like get the double barrel, or are we trying to just like not project a, like threatening, threatening, uh, threatening vibes? Have it nearby just in case, but I don't think we want to open the discussion with um, open aggression. Yeah, you look like you're about one good hit from the grave. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, all right, I'll, I'll put it in like the bushes or something. All right, so you take this time to stash your gun. Just how do you case. intend to greet the Anarchs? Are you going to stand like openly in the middle of the parking lot? It is the boss's call. Yeah. Um, is there, uh, is there a likelihood that there are like cameras in the parking lot? Oh yeah, definitely. So, why don't we 
drive down the street a little bit because is it is it a populated street uh not not really this is kind of like a business area of town kind of an industrial area there's like other garages and stuff around um so yeah there's not really um a lot of people it's not a residential area all right why don't we go down the street a little bit further um so we can be close to the El Camino and when they Jeffy, here's an idea. When they get close, maybe you can flash the light the lights on and off to signal to them. To beckon them. I mean, all right, if that's how you want to play it. That seems pretty cool, right? Y- yeah, Miss Eloise, su- super cool, just like in the movies. <laughs> Yes, that that is the the air that I I would like to project. All right. Well, uh, I guess pile in. <laughs> you get in the El Camino, and where do you drive it to? <laughs> just like down the street, so they could see that. I, I was thinking just like a little bit down the street where it's dark, where like as they pull up, we could just flash the lights on and off and signal to them to like go over there. <laughs> so it's not in the parking lot, not in the lights, like not where anyone would be watching or listening or recording anything. All right. And like a we're in charge. Come and meet us over here. <laughs> So we're just bringing it basically instead of that left that we took we're bringing it back to the street that the mm-hmm. place is on all right so you park well first i go get my gun out of the bushes and i take it yeah. back and put it in the fucking gun rack of the el camino <laughs> all right so, so you you retrieve your firearm put it back just, into the car and then you sit and wait and roughly half an hour later you hear the rumbling of several motorcycles approaching you see them turn the corner and Claudius leading the pack there are seven others with him Mm -hmm. and they pull right into the parking lot uh, as are they coming like at they us? Do. They're coming at you. So you sig- yeah. you you hit the signal. Yeah. yeah before um, they get into the parking lot, I start flipping the lights. <laughs> yes, very good, right. Jeffy. <laughs> so spotting you, they they swerve around, um, and um, essentially kind of almost surround you with their motorcycles. Mm-hmm. There's several of them. Yeah. Um, I Claudius think... pulls right up to the driver's side. So I actually was going to, as they're approaching and doing their you're gonna, like show, you're gonna get out. I was thinking I'd get out and go around to the other side and like open the door for Eloise. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay, yeah. So as they're approaching, uh, you step out of the car, having hit the light signals. Um, you open the door for Eloise, and she steps out. Uh, you see the anarchs. You're standing in the bed of the truck. Yeah. Uh, the Anarchs begin to hop off of their bikes uh, once Claudius has kind of taken the lead in that. Yes, And he well, will approach uh, the two of you, I suppose, since you're... 
um, on the other side of the car. So you're kind of on the sidewalk now, I'm imagining. Mm-hmm. And Eloise is going to kind of lead. I'm, I'm imagining her kind of like in between Shep and Jeffy and kind of lead the way and, and walk up to them. Good evening. Um, thank you for joining us on this, on such short notice. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got the message that we were here to meet the new sheriff. Yes, Will. Eloise, I see you and your your coterie here. Are you... Are you... You better believe it. You are looking at the new sheriff. Wow. That's quite a promotion since the last time we met. Yes, yes. Um, Well, we've been... Working really hard for this. So what, uh, what business do you have with low-life scum like us? Well, Claudius, um, funny you should ask. Our, our last conversation, um, you brought up a certain, uh, old colleague that you had, um, come into contact with, if you know what I mean. I do, I do. I'm following you. And, well, I, I think it, um, fitting as my first order of business as sheriff in this town to really make sure that that situation doesn't escalate any further. And so I'll lay my cards out on the table. Um, out of a show of respect for you and your colleagues, Claudius, I want him. And I'm curious what I can offer you in return. Well, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I like that you've, uh, we've got an open dialogue going on here. I don't want him. I want to get rid of him. I'm looking to offload. But I want something very specific. In fact, I need to get my hands on this. I need the legal rights to that house, Eloise. The one I was telling you about at Elysium. The princess got it. I don't know what she's want with it, what she wants with it. But you got a boss you're working for. I got a boss I'm working for too. Yes, it. She's made it abundantly clear. She don't want nothing less than that house. Free and clear, all hers. I got a question before this continues. Uh, are there any prairie hawks around? Make a, make a perception check, so wits and awareness, please. Can you use another willpower? <laughs> Six successes. Six successes. As you scan the area, Shep, you spot a familiar prairie hawk perched on the nearby rooftop. I, I briefly turn on my uh eyes of the beast mm-hmm. just a flash of red that's it mm-hmm. you flash okay, your hawk. headlights at her yeah <laughs> <laughs> very cool <laughs> so yeah Eloise that's um that's kind of the deal You have a strange interest in this house. Um, what is it? What is it about this house? 
like I said, I I got no particular interest in it, but we all got somebody we work for, right? You yes. got your prince. I have a, a partner. Someone I owe a lot to. Partner. Um, interesting. And uh, yes, I, I know, trust me, I know all about the chain of command. But is there anything else I can offer you? You see, in my new position, I may have a lot of power um, to wield. There's nothing else that may interest you any other favor? Uh, no, not really. Nothing, nothing the Cammies can do for me. Yes, well... But hey, you might use your new position to find out uh, why your prince cares so much about this house and maybe convince her to let it go if she cares about this old guy so much. Uh, Claudia seems to notice you, Jeffy, almost for the first time uh, as, as he and Eloise are talking. He kind of looks you over. Oh, yo, what happened to you? Yeah, you know, fell down some stairs. Uh, was it some kind of uh, multi-level situation? Spiral staircase? Really did a number on you, man. Yeah, well, you know how things go in the night. Staircases everywhere. Yeah, some of those look like they're um, fist-shaped stairs. You know how it goes in the night. At this point, Shep, you notice the prairie hawk has moved from its perch and is circling high overhead. Mm. None of the Anarchs have, like, gotten off their bikes. They're all just... Only Claudius, yeah. They're all they're all kind of sitting parked around uh, the El Camino in a semicircle. Uh, not a, up onto the sidewalk or anything like that, but on the road. Um, and the But the only one to park and get off is Claudius. Well, Claudius, I hear you. You must understand that what you're asking is a tall order, but, you know, I respect the chain of command and respect that you seemingly respect the chain of command. So I will go back and see what I can do. All right. Well, I, uh, I guess at this time, that's all we can ask. Um, you can get a message to me here. Let me know when you hear something from your prince. Very well. And you let me know, Claudius, if you are have a change of heart and are willing to negotiate on different terms. So Eloise oh. is going to pull out her um, coin purse and, and hand him a business card and say, <laughs> here's where you can reach me. He will briefly look it over before tucking it into his vest pocket. Well, hey, it was good seeing you, Eloise. Take care out there. Likewise, um, be safe on the road. Yeah, watch out for staircases. <laughs> I think you need to watch out for staircases, my friends. And he hops back on his bike, revs it up, signals his boys, and they take off down the road. 
And to Shep and Jeffy, she'll kind of say, well, curious that they have a boss that they answer to. Is that that bird lady? Makes sense to me. I mean, I didn't know who the fuck she was. Some kind of anarch, uh, anarch overlord kind of makes sense. Curious. Is the, the hawk still circling or does it fly off with the motorcycles? Blown off with the motorcycles. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it would have been nice to figure out where they all fucking live, but I guess, you know. Keeping the peace is a good outcome. We know where they frequent. If it comes to that, we could eventually figure out where they go. Yeah, and I think that dude in there is one of theirs, so, you know. So, we need to get word to the prince then. When the prince promoted Eloise, did she give her, like, a way to get in touch with the prince? Yes. Right? Yes. She essentially told you, like, go to this place, say this to the person there, and that's... Because, remember, the Camarilla bans technology, so the right, prince right, doesn't right. have a phone, the prince doesn't accept text messages or emails, <laughs> um, but there is kind of an, an old-school communication network that is in place, uh, run by ghouls, uh, loyal blood-bonded ghouls. Um, and it's essentially, it's like, go there, there will be a person there, tell them this, and that's the way to get in touch with the prince. Um, did we add flavor to, like, where, where it is and what specifically we say? I think we didn't, so let's, um, let's say it is... A flower shop? That's what I was oh, Googling. I love that. Yes, I love that. I love that. A I flower was Googling shop. flower shops. Let's call it City Gardens Flower Shop. And then since the prince is Toreador, can the passphrase be, I'd like a baker's dozen of uh, red roses? I love that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But if you say 13 red roses, that has like a, a weird, like bad luck. Like baker's dozen <laughs> sounds silly. But if we say like 13 red roses. Okay. Like that that sounds like eerie and like I like that, yeah. Let's let's do um I'd like thirteen red roses. All right. But this is at this point later in the evening, so I think if um Melinda wants to make contact with the group and see what they're up to, we can bring everyone together before meeting with the prince. So I think Melinda if the chanter was over, she would have just texted Eloise. Um Eloise, I am done with my duties. Um, sh- should I meet you guys somewhere? Question mark, question mark. Is it like cool or expected or appropriate for a sheriff to have like a posse? Oh, yeah, yeah. In fact, there's yeah. like an official position that you could appoint them to, which is called Hound. Ooh. Release the hounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can literally make them the, the hounds, which are like the sheriff's deputies, essentially. That's interesting. I want to have, at some point, a ceremony where you you guys are hounds. Um, I'll put that in my back pocket, though. So Eloise will um, say, like, Yes, meet me at the 
city flowers um trying to make contact with the prince just so we can all like reconvene and get up to speed with each other <laughs> yeah probably um actually maybe melinda took foxglove's car they're not in her best <laughs> both of them um so yeah i think it's it'll be like foxglove's car that you see approaching cool so you guys meet up before you head into City Gardens Flower Shop. Mm-hmm. Get uh, get them up to speed. All right. So you see Melinda and Foxglove step out of Foxglove's car, parked on the street. They approach the El Camino. So I am glad to see that all of you are alive. Yes, well, that is the goal. Um, Melinda, how did how did things go with um, your colleagues? Oh, wonderful! I can I can teach you, uh, or at least show you, I guess, what I've learned later. I I think I'm pretty good. I'm getting amazing, actually. Yes, well, I have no doubt, Melinda, and I would I would love to learn more. Um. Shep, why don't you fill in Melinda on the events of the evening? The Anarchs want the house. They're willing to trade the prince. We're telling... I'm sorry, not the prince. Uh, they're, they're willing to trade uh, Henri. We're here to tell the prince. So the prince is going to be very happy, I think, right? I certainly hope so. Wait, so are we 100% sure the Anarchs are going to give us the prince? Uh, uh, sorry, not not the prince. What's his name again? Shuby Dooby. Dubois. Henri Dubois. Dubois, yes, yes. Um, are we sure they're going to give Dubois to us? Well, I assume they don't get the deed until they do. It would not be in their best interests to play games. In this case. Besides, we still need to get the prince's go-ahead anyway. Precisely. Yeah, I guess that's why we're here. Yes, and on that note, I'm I'm going to go, go inside and make the connection. You all wait out here. And Eloise is gonna. All right. So you head to the shop. All of the lights are out, uh, and the. The sign is flipped to close, uh, but you see right next to the door, there is a small doorbell, and there's a little sign right above it, and it says, for after hours service, please ring bell. A very bizarre sign for a flower shop to have. Eloise is going to ring the bell. 
A few moments later, you see an elderly man's face peek through the glass of the door. He kind of adjusts his spectacles and opens wide. Um, he's a bit stooped, and he's wearing uh, an apron uh, over, like a shop apron over uh, a button-down and wrinkled khakis. Uh, good evening. We're closed for the night, ma'am. Yes, well, I have a fairly urgent order, you see. I need, um, 13 red roses. And she's gonna look at him very seriously, and then, like, very slowly wink one of her eyes. <laughs> Immediately, he straightens up as much as he can and steps aside, holding the door open for you and welcoming you in. Eloise will follow him in. You must be Sheriff Eloise. And he bows. He's, he's assumed a very deferential um, posture towards you. I was briefed that I might be hearing from you. Yes, and um, I didn't catch your name. My name is Ralph. Well, Ralph, it is lovely to meet you. The pleasure, I assure you, madam, is all mine. And you can tell that he seems older, perhaps, even than, than someone of this era or generation. But he is very much alive. Um... What you realize as you were talking to Ralph is that he is a very old ghoul. Mm -hmm. So he has been kept un unnaturally um, alive through kindred vitae, but he's not been turned into a vampire himself. <laughs> That's so sad. And what matter may I assist you with? Well, I seek uh, presence with the prince tonight if possible. He nods right away, madam, of course. Would you like to wait here, or... Perhaps I can... He seems to think for a moment, almost like lost in thought. You notice some of his behavior is a little strange. Perhaps a human who's been kept alive this long, it's... There's quirks that that kind of creep into their personality a bit. He seems a little off, I suppose. Hmm. Oh, I, no, I, I don't have the drawing room here. Ah, uh, that couch will have to suffice. I'm so sorry, madam. That's all right, Ralph. You you send the message, and I'll peruse the lovely flowers that you have here. Right away, madam. And he scurries off to the back room. What is everyone doing outside? Just kind of milling around on the sidewalk. <laughs> Guess I'm just lounging in the bed of the uh, El Camino. I think Jeffy is like pointedly ignoring Melinda and talking to Foxglove about like whatever new magic shit she learned. 
yeah, dude, it's like so fucking cool. I mean, I can't really talk about what we were doing there. They were like made it super clear that it was all like really secret. But like, you know, that stuff I used to cook up in the kitchen, Jeffy, and you would get so mad because it would like boil over all over. Well, I don't have to do that shit anymore. I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, we're going to go through cast iron pans a lot, uh, a lot slower, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty fun so far. I'm not seeing really any downsides. And look, and she holds her hand up, and the, the thin blood tattoo that used to be there has healed over entirely, and it is gone. Oh, oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't know you could lose a tattoo when you get turned. That's neato. I guess yeah, that's like, what happens when you do it she, by like, magic. pulls up her sleeves and shows that all the rest of her tattoos are still there. It was, like, just that one. Huh. Man, you Tremere do weird, crazy shit. But, you know, maybe it's a rude question, but don't you miss the sun? I know I do. You know, I mean, I thought I would, but, like, you know, hanging out with you guys, I've been kind of on a mostly night schedule for, like, the last few years anyway. And it's kind of nice to... To not feel like I'm a uh, half of something, you know? Like, I always said I was cool with it, that it was like, oh, it's fine that I'm, like, different from you guys. But, like, it was always kind of weird. And I feel like I have more of more of a place now. More predator than prey now. <laughs> yeah, I think Shep's got it. Well, that's that's great, Fox Club. I'm I'm real happy for you. Uh, hey, quick question. Did they teach you how to, like, put bones back together in the, uh, in the chanter? No, but you, you know, I, I could look into it for you. Ah, oh, no, 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 don't trouble yourself. I just figured, you know, maybe if you knew something. My shoulder, it's really clicking, and, yeah, well, just wait a few more nights, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it fixes itself, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, hail. So, 20 minutes later, while you guys are chit-chatting on the sidewalk, a very fancy car pulls up right in front of the flower shop. A Rolls-Royce Vintage. And a very sharply dressed chauffeur. Familiar to you, I think, because you've all seen the prince in her ride. Steps out and opens the back door, and very elegantly rising from the back seat is Prince Renoir. Jeffy, like, immediately shuts his mouth and, like, straightens up and kind of, like, stands out of the way. <laughs> she strides elegantly across the pavement, and she stops and regards you all. Good evening. Shep will stand up and, like, bow his head. Uh, g good evening, Madam Prince, and bows his head, too. Yeah, Melinda does a combo of, like, a curtsy and, like, a bow. It's kind of like a curtsy, and then she stops and says, oh, my gosh, okay. And Foxglove very hurriedly bows, following suit after the rest of you. And how are we? this fine evening. Can't complain. We're just trying, we're just trying to do, you know, do good work for, for you, you know? 
It <laughs> seems that the prince is waiting for an answer from everyone. As she looks to you, Melinda, next. Um, yes, yes, uh, actually, it's been a wonderful night. I am so honored to see you as well. Makes my and night better. Foxglove immediately kind of jumps onto what you're saying and tries to kind of piggyback in with you. Uh, yes, yes, your, your majesty, uh, a wonderful night. Seemingly satisfied, the prince turns on her heel and enters the flower shop. Do we have to follow her? No, she didn't indicate no. for you to follow. Oh. She was just greeting. She recognized you as kindred of her domain, so she was speaking to you, exchanging pleasantries. Does she have an entourage? Her chauffeur follows behind her. Um, I will uh, move to the door and you know, like lean up against the wall next to it. And eavesdrop? No, facing out as a <laughs> okay. guard. Okay. Inside the flower shop, uh, you hear the door open. Mm-hmm. You see the prince stride inside. And Eloise will, like, try and straighten her. This is her, like, pre-prince move. Straighten <laughs> her, like, presumably wrinkled um, and ill-fitting clothes. <laughs> <clears throat> prince Renoir, it is an honor. Good evening, my sheriff. You needed words with me. Yes, and, and thank you so much for um, for coming so promptly. Um, the security of my domain is always of my utmost concern. And Eloise takes that as like a, oh my god, I respect my boss so much. Um, so she takes a moment to, to just kind of like, yes. Um, and then... Yes, well, that's exactly um, what I wanted to, to raise to your attention. And as my first order of business as, as sheriff, I wanted to make sure that we really corrected um, the situation with, the unfortunate situation with um, Henri Dubois. And uh, while I'm pleased to inform you that um, we've we've learned about his whereabouts um i do want to bring to your attention that there is a negotiation um that has been proposed you see the anarchs um have him in their possession um and seemingly while i tried to negotiate it seems like they have one thing on their mind that they'd like in return for a delivery of Dubois. And that is the the property, the the house, and we know the like where it is, right? Is there like an address yes. or a name? Yeah, you you know the address, yeah. The plum yeah. tree property. Ah. Uh, yes, I suspected it might come down to this. She paces the rows of flowers, seeming to think and deliberate on the matter. What am I to do in this situation, Eloise? 
To cure one monster and release another? Do you... Do the Anarchs even know what they're asking for? Well, it, it seemed to me that... Well... At least the individuals I was speaking with seem to be operating at, at the behest of someone else, a, a boss. And I, I, I'm not certain I know who that is just yet. Someone who has the ability to um, take an avian form. As you say this, she kind of rounds the corner of the row of flowers so that she is facing you again. A boss, you say? Oh, this is fresh news. Good job, my sheriff. Yes, well, I... I assumed this Bruja rabble was working independently, but it sounds like there may be a gangrel pulling their strings. Yes, it, it, it is quite apparent that there's a, a hierarchy at play. I suppose it is of some importance to your continued negotiations that you know truly what the Anarchs are seeking, though they may not suspect it themselves. As you were the unsuspecting warden of a certain elder prisoner, there is another bound under that particular house. I would seek to keep this individual under lock for now, but I suspect whoever is pulling the strings of the Anarchs would seek the opposite. And if I may ask, who, who might that be? A very old and very destructive kindred. I suspect the Gangrel has some blood connection to him. And you think this um, individual may be the lesser of two evils? That is what I do not know. Dubois? Or this other monster? What do you think the Anarchs will do with Dubois if we decline their offer? Surely they don't seem to... don't seek to simply release him. Well, it, it, it seems that... they do not have much to gain from... from keeping him. I think they realize that if they... release him, that poses a... less than ideal situation for you and your order in this domain. You think that this Claudius will make good on his threat? 
If we decline their terms, do you think you will release Dubois? It seems to me that he is operating solely at the orders of the gangrel who's, um, who he answers to. And I, I did try to offer alternatives in return. He was unwilling to consider. Then perhaps we will give them what they ask for. If they ask for the house, we give, the to, give it to them. Is there a way that perhaps we may safely, um, I don't know, move the, the item of interest and give them the deed to the house? You see a grin play across Colette's face. I'm glad our minds are in unison, my sheriff. We will give them the house, but we will keep our kindred prisoner. And I think that's a good place for us to end for tonight.